AOC gets owned by the director of ICE. Mr. Reagan. All right, I've got to jump in here because I almost forgot to mention the most important part of the video. You got to get a VPN, guys. It is the year 2019. If you're not using a VPN by now on your, your desktop, your tablet, or your smartphone while you're browsing the internet, then you're really exposing yourself to a lot of potential danger. You, at some point, will have heard of a VPN. But what is a VPN? A VPN, or virtual private network, allows you to create a secure connection to another network over the internet. VPNs can be used to access region-restricted websites. If you want to see something in England, they only allow you to look at it in the UK. Well, you can now access the internet from the UK virtually through a VPN. You can also shield your browsing activity from prying eyes on public Wi-Fi if you're in a cafe or something. Here, let me show you how easy this is. Go to www.virtualshield.com, download the free 30-day trial, install it, and click connect. Once I'm connected, my IP address completely changes. In other words, if you don't want websites, the government, advertisers, or just your annoying roommates to know what websites you visit and what location you're visiting them from, invest in a VPN. I personally use Virtual Shield because it's the easiest, fastest, and most secure VPN on the market. They don't store logs on their servers, and I trust them. Trust me, you will be pleased with this service, and you really shouldn't be surfing the internet without a VPN. It's kind of like driving without a seatbelt. This month, Virtual Shield is offering a 4th of July celebration special. 20% off all VPN plans and all premium add-ons, including Protection Plus, residential access, monthly maintenance, phone support, and VIP performance plans for as low as $3 per month. Sign up for a free 30-day trial to Virtual Shield VPN and see what the hype is about. You have nothing to lose. Go to virtualshield.com slash Mr. Reagan or click the link in the description below. All right, now back to the video. I'm sure by now many of you have seen this video, but let's play it again because it's just so good. You recommended family separation. I recommend a zero tolerance. Which includes family separation. The same as is whenever a U.S. citizen parent gets arrested when they're with a child. Zero tolerance was interpreted as the policy that separated children from their If parents. I get arrested for DUI and I have a young child in a car, I'm going to be separated. When I was a police officer in New York and I arrested a father for domestic violence, I separated that Mr. father Holman, from his Mr. Holman, with all due respect, legal asylees are not charged with any crime. When you're in the country illegally, it's violation 8 United States Code 1325. Seeking asylum is legal. If you want to seek asylum, go through the port of entry, do it the legal way. Okay. What AOC is, of course, misunderstanding here is that claiming asylum does not delete the previous crime of illegal entry. She seems to think that illegal entry is somehow nullified by an asylum claim. It is not. If a woman kills her boss and then files a harassment charge against him, the filing of the harassment charge does not nullify the murder charge. If a guy robs a bank and then files for welfare, the welfare request does not nullify the robbery. AOC is an idiot. But Thomas Homan's destruction of leftist demagogues was not limited to AOC. He took down several leftist degenerates looking to exploit the crisis at the border to signal their own virtue. His most cutting comments were reserved for the Illinois Democrat and total POS, Jesus Garcia. Mr. Holman, I'm a father. Do you have children? How can you possibly allow this to happen under your watch? Do you not care? 
Is it because these children don't look like children that are around you? I don't get it. Have you ever held a deceased child in your arms? First of all, your comments are disgusting. I've served my country. I've served my country. I've served my country for 34 years. I find your comments disgusting as well. Country, years. I've served my country for 34 years, and yes, I held a five-year-old boy in my arms that, in back of that tractor trailer. I knelt down beside him and said a prayer for him because I knew what his last 30 minutes of his life were like, and I had a five-year-old son at the time. What I've been trying to do my 34 years serving my nation is to save lives. So for you to sit there and insult my integrity and my love for my country and for, the, and for children, that's why this whole thing needs to be fixed. And you're the member we of Congress. We agree on that. Fix it. We agree on that, but I disagree. But I also oh, no, disagree oh, oh, with your characterization of immigrants. Gentlemen, time has expired. When Jesus suggests that perhaps former ICE director Thomas Homan does not care about immigrant children because these children do not look like children that are around you. Is it because these children don't look like children that are around you? Jesus is trying to suggest that Thomas Homan is a racist because that's the primary criticism of the left. It's still amazing to me how often they brandish that particular weapon. That spear is getting dull, ladies and gentlemen of the left. You've used it so many times that you're now stabbing at us with a blunt instrument. Even leftists are getting bored of this. Okay, this text here, this is from a left-wing buddy of mine. Even he can't get behind the latest flimsy accusations of racism. When the left accuses the right of being racist just because we're Republican, that is bigotry. When we're accused of being racist just for being white, that is racism. The left is practicing racism and bigotry to an alarming degree these days, and moderate leftist voters are waking up to it. And the left is doing more than just slapping the racist label on everything they dislike. They're becoming dangerous, and I don't just mean in their rhetoric like they claim about the right, although that is true too. They're becoming physically dangerous. They're becoming deadly. Just look at what happened the other day in Washington state. The Antifa terrorist Willem von Spronson tried to firebomb an ICE facility. His manifesto reads, I am Antifa and said that the attack was motivated by his opposition to, quote, concentration camps. This is rhetoric drawn directly from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and this rhetoric is reinforced every single day by MSNBC and CNN. This ICE facility had within it wives, daughters, fathers, sons, husbands, good men and women. This man went in with a rifle aiming to kill people. Good people with families. Thankfully, the attacker was shot dead, but the mainstream media has mostly ignored it. I found one story about this on CNN.com. One. And nowhere in the article does CNN mention Antifa. In fact, this is what they have written in their article, and I'm reading here word for word. This is literally what they wrote. The assault on the privately run immigrant detention facility came amid protests over ICE plans to begin the previous previously postponed raids across the country on Sunday. The goal is the arrest of thousands of immigrant families who have court orders to be removed, according to U.S. officials. A peaceful rally against the raids at the Tacoma Detention Center had ended about six hours before the shooting. The immigration enforcement action has sparked protests in nearly a dozen American cities, drawn criticism from mayors and immigrant rights activists, and unleashed waves of fear amongst undocumented migrants across the country. Basically, CNN has written an article sympathizing with the attacker. They've not mentioned anything about the lives at risk or the good people that Van Spronson was trying to kill. They write about illegal aliens, fear of ice raids, and the arrests of thousands of families. They write about a peaceful rally. 
The lack of balance in their reporting is astonishing. This is totally irresponsible journalism, but I'm afraid it has become the standard in the mainstream media. At the end of the day, the media and the politicians that have been influencing people within society to act out in this violent way, they've all got blood on their hands. The attack on Andy No is a direct result of the outrage they are perpetrating through their deceptive and sensational rhetoric. But No is not the only one who was attacked on that day. This guy was also beaten up pretty badly by Antifa. And there have been many attacks in the past, some physical, some just psychotic. You remember this guy? You're a snarky little idiot. Shut the up. Try something, bitch. I'm not. I'm not going to punch you. I'm not like your husband. My husband died. Good for him. Good. Good. Those NYPD were a bunch of sodomizing, sodomizing immigrants with their bully sticks. So yeah, you're your husband probably... The, the left has been using this kind of sensationalizing, divisive rhetoric for a long time, since long before Trump was elected, but it's really accelerated since 2016, and since the election of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her squad of oppressed victims, uh, it seems like this kind of rhetoric has gone into hyperdrive. We on the right tend to think of AOC as a good thing, because she and her kind have been pushing moderate leftists away from the Democratic Party and toward independent thought. And I, I agree, this is a very good thing, but it's also a double-edged sword. This is the other side of the coin. People like Willem von Spronson, who are inspired by AOC to go on a killing spree because of the, quote, concentration camps. I'm grateful for men like Thomas Homan, who stand up for themselves and for the good men and women of the various border and immigration enforcement agencies, and who stand up for us for all Americans. So on behalf of the Americans who are genuinely grateful, Thomas Homan, thank you. I hope that you see this, because it's not just me. There are a lot of us who want to thank you for the heroic effort that you've made throughout your career and the sacrifices that you've made along the way, and finally, for what you said that day and, and how you took down the leftists in Congress. Thank you, sir. Well, that's it for me. Broadcasting from the greatest country in the world, this has been Mr. Reagan. Good night. Future generations of Americans will be thankful for our efforts to humanely regain control of our borders and thereby preserve the value of one of the most sacred possessions of our people, American citizenship. So now, I'll get on with the signing and make this into law. Hope nothing happens to me between you. <laughs>